Percy, cancer can take a toll on the mind and the emotions. Talk to me about the importance of hope. Well, hope changes everything, Wayne, and it is a game changer, as we often say. The way that we see, process, and even fight a cancer battle. The Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So we really need to talk about the power of hope. All right, and we will, because we're going to hear from a cancer patient who talks about the moment that hope arrived in his cancer journey and what it did for him then and how it's affecting his ministry now. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd. You know, back in the dark ages when I was in high school, you know, way back then, <laughs> there was a song by Dusty Springfield called Wishing and Hopin'. Wow. Hope is more than wishing, isn't it? It is. It really is. I, I had the opportunity to travel to Rome once and, of course, the famous uh, fountain there, Trevi Fountain, where everyone goes and throws a coin and, and, and casts a <laughs> yep. wish and a hope. Been there, done that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about aligning ourselves to a process, a spiritual process that the Word of God has outlined to us in terms of what activates our faith. And it says in the Word of God that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. I've often said, Wayne, we don't have uh, a faith problem. We have a hope problem. Mm -hmm. And when we're able to align our hope, an eager and an earnest expectation, the Apostle Paul said, uh, to the principles and precepts of God's word, uh, his power, his life, his energy, it gives us the possibility to continue to move forward and to do things that we could not do normally without it. So Mm -hmm. hope is a very important factor. And we'll get to your conversation with our guest here in just a moment on today's program. You mentioned God's Word. Do you have a specific verse or passage you want to share with us to open? Well, for our uh, foundational uh, spiritual nugget for today, uh, we want to look at Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it basically tells us this very familiar passage of Scripture, but again, something that will help us to be hopeful around as a principle. Verse 11 says, For I know, not for I guess or I suppose or I wonder, for I know the plans I have for you. This is God talking to us. Uh, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope (laughs) and a future. This today will be our foundational scripture that we'll stand upon as we talk about the power of hope and what hope does and can facilitate in our lives. Yeah. And so that this isn't just a one-way conversation, we have a question we'd like to pose to our listeners. The question is, what was something you learned during your cancer journey? Maybe it was the spirit of hope. What was it that you learned during your cancer journey? You can answer that question online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect And then look for Answer the Question, H-H-I, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Connect and answer the question. We'd love to hear from you this week. And we'll repeat the question at the end of the program here today. Well, Percy, there's also a resource we want to put into listeners' hands. You just read from God's Word. How about a resource called What the Bible Says About Hope? We'd like to make this available free of charge. Yeah, this is a fantastic resource that we created. And again, it helps us to understand and be reminded uh, about 
uh, the power of hope, where hope actually resides and comes from. We need to understand all of those components. So this is laid out very nicely for you to follow along in terms of uh, hope and faith, hope in the Holy Spirit, hope in God's protection, uh, hope in his resurrection. So uh, all of the hope principles from God's perspective outlined in his word that will give you a nice synopsis of how to continue to tap into and dial up the hope that comes from the eternal source of our Lord, our Savior, and our God. It's a great resource. Check it out online at healthhopeandinspiration.com, what the Bible says about hope. Here's something new. Have you ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions? With Cancer Center for Alexa, now you can. The Cancer Center for Alexa skill is a voice-activated question and answer tool empowering users to ask Alexa questions they may have about cancer or services available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Now, the skill can answer over 800 questions on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. To access the tool, you or anyone you support can simply say, Alexa, enable Cancer Center to any Amazon device. But also, you can access this tool in any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app. It's a great new tool available. We're excited about it, Wayne, because, again, it is another uh Uh, avenue for people to access information. We know that information is the key, and certainly when we talk about cancer, there are a plethora of questions and nuances around the subject of cancer. This pathway of information via technology will allow individuals to ask specific questions related to cancer and provide very good, responsive uh, answers to those questions in real time. Percy, you bring such interesting people to us here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Uh, today is no exception, so recently you placed a call to talk with our guest. I'm excited today because with us on the show is Chris Lawrence, who is a current bile duct cancer patient who was diagnosed in April 2016, still receiving active treatment and support uh, as we speak. And um, we thought he would be a a very interesting person for you to hear from today. So welcome to the show, Chris. How are you, my friend? Hey, thanks, Reverend McCray. I'm I'm doing great, and I'm uh, very excited to be on your show. Well, we we like excited people because, you know, I get excited too. And then when you get excited, then we really get excited. So uh, (laughs) it's it's a real privilege uh, to have you, sir. And I've had the opportunity to to be introduced to you actually by our executive producer for Health, Hope, and Inspiration who met you personally as you have recently attended probably three months ago or so uh, one of our Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training Sessions. And he met you uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. And he called me on the phone and said, listen, we've got to get this guy on the show. Uh, I think that there's a lot here that he can, you know, shed uh, to to those that are listening or to the person that's listening to this show with regard to your journey. So first and foremost, let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's go back to April 2016, if you don't mind, and the day that you were diagnosed and told that you had cancer. Uh, where were you and how did you feel and react when you were told that you had cancer, my friend? Yeah. Um, so I was living in Colorado. My, my wife and I were, and uh, we had just recently had uh, our, our our daughter. And so she was, I think, about seven months old at the time. And life was going well. And then I kind of started having this mysterious sports injury or some type of back pain. And, and everybody said, oh, you're, you know, you're too young and healthy. It'll heal. Just mm. give it time. 
And then I got that call from a, from a doctor and he said, we got the results of your MRI and it's cancer. And not only that, it's spreading from somewhere else. So it was, um, it was a pretty tough phone call. I mean, the toughest of my life probably yeah. <laughs> to get. And yeah. it was, it was a rough start to the journey. That's for sure. And when you received that news, my friend, um, what hit your head? What hit your heart? What was your, 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 your reaction or response? If there were one that you'd like to share with the audience? Yes. I mean, it was just crushing fear, you know, just so fearful. And what I was scared of most was not being there for my, my, my wife and my daughter. And it's, it's amazing how, when you go through, when you get that news, how your life can be reduced to your, your priorities, like, you know, your top priorities in just a moment. Yeah. And, and certainly uh, over the years, multiple now for me in, in having heard from and spoken to cancer patients, that is pretty accurate with regard to life becomes uh, very reflective with regard to what is important versus maybe what is not so important at that point. You're a young dad now and, and you know, life is rolling along and bam, you're told, you know, here you go with cancer. That being stated, my friend, um, very quickly, we don't need to go into any great detail because this show is not driven around the idea of providing medical uh, advice to people in any way. This is not to be a clinical program. Uh, we do not give medical advice on this show is quickly, what type of a treatment protocol did you utilize? Chemotherapy, radiation, surgery? What were some of the things that you did after you were diagnosed? Uh, yes. Um, well, you know, I, when I started out, they said, here are some of the options, and it wasn't as great, um, the results of those options, the, the outlook. But then they said, you know, there is this new thing with genomic sequencing where we can find out what's driving your cancer mm -hmm. and we can see if we can come up with a, a plan with that. And so that's what they did. They found out um, the drivers of my cancer and they, they did a multi-drug um, plan to attack that, mm -hmm. you know, immunotherapy had a really good result. And I, I praise God for that. Good, 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 good. Well, with that being said, uh, we also celebrate in uh, the possibility of that prognosis as you're moving forward. And you sound great, my friend. And, and so uh, we rejoice with you as you're moving along. That being said, how has things been for you uh, since your diagnosis and since your treatment? Uh, in many cases, what I have learned is that there are some, are some new normals that take place in people's lives. Uh, in some cases, things change mentally, emotionally, or physically. Uh, what has shifted or changed in your world uh, that you've had to adjust your family, your wife, you know, three years ago now of your diagnosis? That's become a new normal for you at this point. Yes, I think life changes a lot for sure. I mean, it's changing for everybody, but I think especially when you go through cancer, mm. of course. But, uh, yeah, some things, uh, you know, we moved locations. We're not in Colorado. Oh. Um, moved back my family is, and that's where I got treatment. Um, and then also, you know, I've been a, an athlete that's been a big part of my life and I still am and still able to do a lot of things, but that changed. Uh, I'm not as much a runner anymore, which has been hard to adjust to. Okay. Um, you know, so there's been some physical things and the journey, oh gosh, it, the last two years has honestly felt much more manageable and, I feel really good right now. I feel great, in fact. But that first year, 
uh, was really hard going through treatment. It was a long process. And then it's the fear and a lot of the mental elements of just, you know, climbing out of that, that pit you get in from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, there's been changes, some very positive things too. Like I, I talk with my wife about this a lot, but, uh, I think a lot of cancer patients experience this where they, they develop a compassion for people who are suffering that maybe they didn't have before. And that was, that's been true for me. Like I, I never thought about cancer cause I was, you know, always the healthy person, sure. I guess. Yeah. And now, yeah, now I, I, I really have a heart for those who are suffering and, and I, I've learned how important hope is and, you know, the, how people need that so critically. Well, yeah, no question about it. And again, I have I have certainly learned and experienced from others that, you know, there's a, a, a hyper sensitivity to uh, others who are now walking that path. And I thought it was interesting, particularly uh, being, you know, uh, athletic and, and, and active. And I can certainly relate to that as a as a former old broken down athlete now that you know oh oh athletes die hard it, it's it's really true and and unless you've actually you know been active as as an athlete on some level it, I can now understand why athletes have a tough time retiring or or being told that they can't play anymore because there's just something about the psyche of an athlete that when you can't or you have to adjust what you're doing, it is a major uh, internalized thing that you work through. And and in hearing you talk about that, I kind of felt that a little bit because that, that is a shift for sure. And and so you've made that shift, obviously, and you're making that transition. Uh, you're moving forward. Uh, let's talk about uh, the pit that you fell in or found yourself in and how did and when did your faith really get kicked into gear with helping you to kind of climb and claw your way out of, as you stated, the pit that you found yourself in initially within that first year? Mm, yeah, I mean, I would, you know, my my background is I've, I've been a follower of Christ uh, for, you know, since I was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that even though I, I would say I know God or I, I knew God even before this happened, it, it tests you in a way that I had never been tested. And uh, I just remember when I was first diagnosed, just like, wow, God, you're you're asking a lot of me hmm. right now that, you know, especially now with, you know, we had our, 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 our new daughter and uh, there's a whole other story behind that. We had, we lost a, a son to stillbirth, like, you know, a year before that. Oh, so wow. it was like, have that, then finally have this daughter, life is so joyful, mm. and then I get a stage four cancer diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. kind of a lot. But, um, you know, what happened was uh, God did use the medical world in, in a lot of ways. I mean, I, I found hope in Him and in His Word primarily, and that's where I still do. Mm-hmm. But what um, He used the doctor, the one who, who gave me my treatment plan, and uh, this doctor came in the room. I'll never forget it. I I remember the day. Um, and it's actually, you know, I, I started a website. It's what the name comes from. Hope has arrived. But he came in the room and he said, um, I know how to treat this. Mm. You know, good news. I know how to treat this. Mm. And it's it just my dad was there. My wife was there. And we felt hope like we had not felt in the previous few months. Praise and it God. just 
we wrote it on the board. On, there was a whiteboard in here. The doctor and his team left, yeah. you know, after we talked a lot about the details of that. Mm-hmm. And we just felt it. We wrote, hope has arrived on the board. I mean, it, <laughs> it just felt it. Wow. That, you know, there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what's important here that I want to tie together that um, I think you so wonderfully articulated that we we constantly reinforce on this show, it is my personal uh, mantra and focus, and then given the fact of the work that I've done, again, for many years in the healthcare field with regard to spirituality and faith is this factor. Your hope is steeped and grounded in the fact that Jesus is Lord and, and that God is is your source, but also being able to amalgamate and work through uh, a medical process while still allowing your faith to be uh, the bedrock of who you are. Here you have this moment of of arrival, and I love how this was uh, unpacked with regard to, and we'll certainly talk about uh, hope has arrived here in just a second and what that is, that in the midst of a pit and, and, and a dark place and working through some pretty challenging scenarios previous to being told that you have cancer, then being told that you have cancer, uh, you have a medical healthcare professional who comes in and says, hey, I think we can treat this. I think I have a way of approaching this because I want to reinforce the idea that uh, we do not advocate faith absent of uh, allowing uh, medical care and treatment and science uh, to be amalgamated with what our journey. That is not outside of the will of God. It's part of the will of God. Every good and perfect gift, the Bible says, comes from above. And any process of medicine, science, or technology is not the creation of any man. That is the creation and the work of the intelligence of God that filters and works through men. And here you received a revelation, if you will, and a source of hope in terms of how you move forward. That had to be an amazing moment for you. Oh, it was. I'll never forget it. In fact, I celebrate the day every spring. <laughs> wow. So it gave birth to, uh, so let's let's transition there to hope has arrived. You, as a result, have now started a ministry of sorts based upon your journey, your path, and now more specifically, uh, that moment, that medical moment. I just want to keep emphasizing that because, again, I know there that someone is listening today that may be struggling with uh, how do how does my faith and how does God work with my health and my wellness? Is that something separate? Is it can it be amalgamated together with a medical team and a medical process? So that gave birth to this concept of ministry called Hope Has Arrived. What is Hope Has Arrived, and what is the focus of that ministry that was birthed as a result of that moment, that clinical medical moment that you had? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, as I, I kind of mentioned, I, I just learned the importance of finding hope. Like, it's it's so critical for everybody facing cancer. But uh, spiritual is, the I think, the biggest hope that people can find. Mm-hmm to find a living hope, as Christ is called. Um, but, I mean, with that said, like, God used medical hope in that equation for me, and that is—cannot deny how powerful that is and how people need that. And so experiencing that, uh, you know, I was inspired to create this this website, and the purpose of this web—it's a web-based ministry—is to help people facing cancer find hope, strength, and peace. Um, and so that's that's the purpose. 
and so uh, for them to find hope, strength, and peace against cancer. Okay, so specific to and for the cancer community, and um, again, a little bit of you have some resources, you have some quotes. You what what can people find on this website, sir? Yes, so there are uh, a lot of articles, uh, videos, and some different. There's an email series. There's um, some other like downloadable, uh, um, you know, eBooks. And they're all articles about helping you find hope on the cancer journey. You know, it gets down into some practical things. Uh, it also is, you know, there's, there's a section about finding God, which has articles that are, you know, people have a lot of questions about God. And I, I know today that, you know, a lot of people are just coming from a non-religious background. And so maybe when they face cancer, they, they want that in their life, but they might not know how. They might not know what to ask, and yeah. so uh, that's part of the site. And then there's also just articles about, you know, how do I find hope in the midst of this? Um, I have a—there's actually a uh, an ebook I have on there called 10 Tips for Facing Your Next Cancer Scan. Okay. How to Approach Each Scan with Courage, Resilience, Resiliency, and Hope. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. I like it. I like it. And yeah. so, yeah, so <laughs> people can access that. That's found at— uh, hopehasarrived.com. That's the actual uh, uh, URL? Yes, yes. And if and if they want that specific ebook, I can even give you a, you know, a, a direct link that they can access it. It's, Please. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a very relevant topic. I'll be honest, tomorrow, I mean, this is, I didn't time this right, but tomorrow I have another scan, you know, and okay. I, I, I'm like so many people who who face cancer that, that you end up living scan to scan and sure. it becomes a normal part of your life. Right. <laughs> well, that's a new normal for you now. So that's part of the new normalcy of your life that you're living with. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. That being said, so again, they can go to hopehasarrived.com and access these resources. And, um, you know, do you have to join anything? Do you have to give any information? Uh, you know, is this this is just available to the public as, as needed? That's correct. Yeah, no, they don't need to. I mean, there's... Um, like, I think you can sign up for, for emails, but it, it's a pretty new site. It's, I mean, this was launched December of 2018. So we're in, you know, maybe our seventh or eighth month now. Okay. okay. Um, you know, it's, it's been in, in the works for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, really since that doctor walked in the room, this has been in the works, you know, when he walked in the room three years ago, but it gave me that news, but, uh, yeah, it's there's you know you can. What's so great is it's you know online when people they go through this crisis. What, my goal is that you know when you're searching on Google, and there's a lot of dismal and kind of scary things about cancer. Sure. I just hope that that my site pops up, and people see the articles, and it. I hope that they it helps them find hope. You know, and that's, I guess that's the goal. <laughs> okay. And so with that being said, uh, with some of the closing minutes that we have, how are you physically doing today, sir? Can you give an update uh, clinically where you are and how things are moving for you, sir? Sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm doing great. I feel strong. Uh, I think I'm, I'm a little over three years out. And, um, I mean, I don't know how much details, but I, you know, I've been in remission okay. or whatever you want to say that, uh, mm-hmm. but, um, and I just continue to get stronger. I still have side effects from treatment, but I have resumed a lot of things I love to do like rock climbing and mountain biking and skiing and, you know, things like that. And, uh, that's been a real blessing. 
Praise um, God. For sure. Yeah, well, you sound yeah. great. Well, you sound great and fantastic. Last question, 30 seconds. Uh, what's one thing, not the only thing, but what's one thing that provides or supports or encourages your hope today as you move forward? Now, three years later, now with HopeHasArrived.com, what energizes and stimulates your faith today to keep going forward, sir? <laughs> I guess it's it's kind of you know it may be like a, a predictable answer, but honestly, just God's word, like just being in His word every day, just really, it's it's such a source of hope. You know, even in Psalms seventy one, is it? It says, "As for me, I will always have hope." Yes. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that's where I find my hope. That's that's the bedrock, and of course, I love uh, any chance I can be outside in God's creation. That. Mm-hmm. That helps, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, I would say those two things for sure. Well, my friend, thank you so much for being a fighter and leaning on the Word of God and continuing the good fight of faith. Uh, I salute you today. Uh, I embrace you and bless you as you continue to move forward and as you continue to encourage others. Our guest today has been Chris Lawrence, who is a bile duct cancer patient, diagnosed in April 2016 and is still undergoing, on some level, active treatment. He started an online ministry called HopeHasArrived.com. Feel free to check out his website and see how his ministry might be a blessing to you. Thank you, Chris, and God bless you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on your show. Sounds like a great website, hopehasarrived.com. Percy, it is so interesting to come in contact with someone who's so hope-filled. Absolutely. And again, we need to be reminded of his journey. You know, he was uh, diagnosed with stage four bile duct cancer, Chris was. And he talked about initially how he had a crushing fear that uh, he had to work through when he was told initially as a young dad, as a kind of athletic guy. uh, He had worked through some challenges. And so with that being said, you know, he talked about climbing out of the pit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after two years of treatment and how he found hope and uh, that allowed him to continue to push forward and move forward. So we talk about the progression here of that initial process and how to work through that and how hope was a huge part of that uh, intervention on his behalf. Yeah, I want to talk more with you in just a moment about that. But, you know, with locations in Atlanta and Chicago and Philadelphia and Phoenix and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a comprehensive cancer care network that takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And Percy, as we often say, that spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. Absolutely. So based upon the needs, wants, and desires of that individual, that's exactly what would be provided to them as they choose to have it. Well, once again, in talking with Chris here today, it's just so interesting to hear someone who's who has every reason 
to be filled with doubt and fear and yet has hope. Well, it's it really does continue to remind us of the power of that word. And we hear it often uh, in the marketplace under a plethora of circumstances and situations. But when we associate it back to the spiritual core and source of its being, it helps us to understand why there is so much reference to hope spiritually from God by Jesus Christ, that when we understand the power of it and when we begin to lean into it and apply it to our lives, it potentially brings about uh, tremendous uh, results in our lives that we probably under normal circumstances would not be able to facilitate. And so, again, I'm reminded of the scripture that says that uh, hope is the anchor for the soul. Mm -hmm. I love the scripture so Mm -hmm. much because it helps us to understand just the weightiness, uh, pun intended, of what hope can do in terms of keeping us locked in place and firm and settled as we walk through uh, challenging moments and circumstances. And that certainly was the case uh, with regard to Chris and uh, his journey with, you know, stage four bowel duct cancer. I'm guessing that hope is one of your preaching themes whenever you get the opportunity. It absolutely is. I cannot tell you how many messages I've preached around uh, that that dynamic. And again, because it's so much part of uh, the spiritual essence of who God is. The Bible says that God is the God of hope. I love this scripture because it helps us to understand that God doesn't have hope. The very essence of his being is hope. And that changes the dynamic Mm -hmm. of how we view God. God just doesn't delve out a little bit of hope here and there. The very essence of his being is hope. There is an eager and earnest expectation that drives who God is and what he does and how he functions. And when we tap into who God is, we then tap into the essence of his being, which is hope. And that is a very powerful school of thought for all of us. Well, here's how we phrase the question we want our listeners to answer for us today. You can answer online. What was something you learned during your cancer journey? Maybe you want to express it in terms of hope. Mm. What was the hope that you learned, and, and, and how did it express itself in your cancer journey? Well, yeah, because all I believe that probably all cancer journeys, just like any other experience in life, has a teaching moment to it. And what did you learn from that experience? And certainly based upon uh, the ability to navigate and negotiate through the mental, emotional and physical rigors of a cancer diagnosis, uh, what was the hope uh, component or element or aspect of things uh, that one learned or was benefited from during their cancer journey. We'd love to hear yeah. uh, those stories of expression that will be helpful to, helpful to others mm-hmm. who will hear that. Yeah, we may uh, base a program on your answer in the future. Who knows? Yeah, it's a great idea. Well, right. I love it. You can answer our question at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. When you go to the website, click on Connect, and then it will give you the opportunity to answer the question. So health, hope, and inspiration.com, connect, and answer the question of the week. What was something you learned during your cancer journey? And by the way, when you go to that website, why don't you go ahead and download the free resource, too? You can. This is unlimited. You can download and print as many copies as you uh, want absolutely. to share with others. What the Bible says about hope, there's great encouragement, great uh, just very positive feelings that come from reading God's Word on the theme of hope. So we want to make this available to you, what the Bible says about hope. Well, we opened the Bible earlier to open this program. Can you take us back to those verses? Absolutely. One of the things that helps us to be hopeful is to understand who knows most about us. And so this scripture helps us to understand this school of thought. Jeremiah 29 and 11, our spiritual nugget says, For I know the plans 
I have for you. Thank God that someone knows the plans that are designed for me. And God is speaking to us. He said, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. And what are those plans? He says, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Today, be reminded of the fact that there may be others who may be guessing about where you're going or what's going to happen to you, but there is a God who sits high and looks low, who knows the plans that he has for us, and those plans are part of a prosperity, not to harm us, and plans to give us hope and a future. Today, be encouraged and reinforced around that school of thought. That is so encouraging. Remember, if you value this program, Health, Hope, and Inspiration, share it with a friend on Apple Podcasts. And subscribe to Health, Hope, and Inspiration on Apple because we have more great episodes coming each week. We don't want you to miss out. Hey, that's it for this time. Thanks to Percy McRae. Bless you guys. Continue to keep chopping the wood. We've got work to do and keep the faith. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with past pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.